In this episode, we take a look at Bastion and the beginning of the end. Let's do it. What's up, Companion? I'm your host, Tom Tate, and I'm on a mission to trim and prioritize my ever-growing backlog, and I can't do it without your help. So I've hand-selected 30 games for my backlog. These are games that I've owned for quite a while, but I've never played them. Each day, we'll take a good look at a single game and evaluate if it's worth playing or ditching at the end of the month. I'm going to pick 10 games to play over the next few months, 10 games to set aside for another day, and 10 games to purge completely. Never going to even play them. Today, we're going to take a look at Bastion. Let's go. Bastion is an action RPG released in 2011 and developed by Supergiant Games. It's the first of four games that they've developed, all of which have been super popular. So there's Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, and now a game called Hades. Seems to be a theme here with Backlog Companion. Uh, this is an isometric view game, um, but it's got a lot of a ton of po- polish. You know, it's an action RPG, but uh, this one's a bit different than some of the RPGs that we looked at, like Alundra and Landstalker on the podcast. This one looks and plays like a much newer title, uh, very bright, beautiful graphics. Uh, if you haven't seen this game, definitely check out the trailer. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's got this beautiful hand-drawn, I guess you could call it cel-shaded art style. Really, really incredible stuff. Uh, for a game that's eight years old, I definitely think that the look and feel and the action, you know, just based on the trailer and some gameplay videos, it really does seem like it stands up. So you play as the kid. You have a weapon and inventory management system. You know, I don't know what else to say. This is very uh, straightforward action RPG. Uh, but, you know, by all accounts, it was very, very applauded when it came out uh, and it ended up on every single system, you know, so while it looks straightforward, uh, it does seem really, really fun. It ended up on Windows, Mac OS 10, Linux, Xbox 360, Xbox One, iOS, PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, and now it's on Nintendo Switch. So I have my copy on Steam and it's been in my backlog since 2012 I'm going to share a little bit more about that in just a minute, but you know, that's seven years being on my backlog, which is pretty insane. So I think it's about time that I make a decision if I'm going to continue to, uh, you know, even entertain the idea of playing this game or if I should chop it forever. So what do you think? Should I revisit Bastion? Will it make the cut? Let me know. If you played Bastion and you think I should play it, skip it or ditch it, you can email me at tom at videogamepodcast.com or tweet me at yo power time, yo power time, and let me know. So I want to briefly talk about what I'm referring to as the beginning of the end. For my backlog, that is. Indie games and small studio games have always been a thing. In fact, you could probably argue that most early video games were produced by small teams or teams of one. But I feel like from 2008 to 2011, Steam and Xbox uh, specifically, they began to really focus on indie titles uh, and shine a light on them. And they also began to slash the prices so low that everyone wanted to play them and talk about them. And now you're starting to hear more about indie titles on Nintendo Switch. They coined those the Nindies. I recall Xbox Live Arcade and specifically the Summer of Arcade as being a big turning point for this. Braid, Castle Crashers, Bastion, 
One of my favorites of all time was Dust and Elysian Tale. These all released during the annual Summer of Arcade promotion where the games were super affordable. But the real backlog implosion occurred for me in 2012 when I purchased my very first Humble Bundle. So it was Humble Indie Bundle 5. The bundle had Amnesia, The Dark Descent, Psychonauts, Limbo, and Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. You could get those by donating any price. Uh, And if you beat the average price, this is how Humble Bundle works. If you donate it above the average price that people were donating, you would also get Bastion, Lone Survivor, Braid, and Super Meat Boy. So my backlog was completely demolished in one modest PayPal payment. It was very, very affordable. I want to say it was either $20 or, or less to get all of these games. And it was really great to know that it was going to a fantastic cause. So the emergence of game bundles like this, it really led me to accumulating Steam and PlayStation codes at a completely alarming rate. And my actual playtime for video games couldn't keep up. So here we are 10 episodes into Backlog Companion talking about all the games I've never played. I've done a good job in recent years fighting the urge to buy every game on Steam and humble sales that dip below $10, but it's very, very difficult. I even have a wish list on Nintendo Switch, and every time a game on the wish list goes on sale, I get an email, and it's very tempting to just go in and pick up that game, especially if it's under $10. What about you? Have you been scooping up games on the cheap faster than you can play them? Is this a problem for you? Let me know on Twitter at YoPowerTime, Y-O PowerTime. Will Bastion make the cut? Subscribe to Backlog Companion on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and follow along to find out. If you want to advocate for a specific game, check out the list at backlogcompanion.com. You can email me at tom at videogamepodcast.com to let me know, and I'll read any notes on an upcoming show, so feel free to reach out. You can follow me on Twitter at YoPowerTime, and in the absence of a Patreon account support to support the show, leaving a review is super helpful. Keep it honest. I don't care how many stars it is. Just be sure to leave some actionable feedback. Thanks for traveling, companions. I will catch you on the next one.